welcome back. Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm busy, but it's going good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, you have been busy. You've been ignoring me for the past week. (laughs) We haven't talked in just probably like two or three days, but it feels like weeks. No, I literally haven't talked to you since you went to Mexico. Is that right? Is that true? That was like a week ago. That was literally a week ago. Yeah, that was a week ago. Oh, I forgive you. Don't worry. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so today, actually, that's really funny. I didn't mean to set that up, but today we're going <laughs> to talk about forgiveness. And um, I guess like that's a good way to segue in. What does forgiveness mean to you? Oh, that's a good question. Forgiveness is a form of self-love, I will say, because you're not doing it for the other person. You're doing it for yourself. So if, you know just to get over what slight occurred against you. You just forgive that person just so you don't have to live in your anger and frustration and whatever negative feelings that come with not forgiving. That is so true. I think a lot of people uh, associate forgiveness like for the other person, but in reality, it's actually forgiveness is for yourself. Like Mm -hmm. you don't forgive somebody because they need you to forgive them. You forgive them because you need to forgive them. Do you need to forgive them? Yep. And I literally just read this thing on uh, Instagram before we got on here. Ironically, it said, the reason I forgive you is because you are not perfect. You are imperfect. And so am I. All humans are imperfect. And I thought that was really like fitting. But then I also was like, okay, well, it's not, it's not about the other person. It's about yourself. Yeah. That's how I see it. But I guess like, the whole idea of being imperfect is important. That quote was probably written by just a regular person, not a therapist. <laughs> no, but I think like, I like the idea of like talking about the imperfection because I feel like there everyone does make mistakes and everyone yeah. deserves to be forgiven for said mistakes in some capacity. But I think it starts yeah. with your self-forgiveness, not forgiveness from somebody else. Absolutely. And I, I'm a big advocate of forgive, but don't forget. Because if you can't forgive, it's you're just hurting yourself. Anger is a one way sword. And it's like, you're just forgiving, you're not you're just hurting yourself by not forgiving. But also don't forget. So you don't continue to let that person repeat that same mistake that hurt you to begin with. You know, there's only so many quote unquote, second chances, I think someone should get but some everyone should be allowed to be forgiven. Yeah. And I think like, I I think like second chances, third chances or whatever, like that's uh, obviously if someone keeps making the same mistakes, they're taking advantage of you at that point and walking over your boundaries. But I think that there is a notion of like getting a second chance. Like, I mean, I say I'm getting a second chance at like life right now because I, you know, I I restarted my life last year, but I think Mm -hmm. like I mean, that's how I'm choosing to view it, but I don't know how other people choose to view it. Yeah. Um, And it's funny, we're talking about forgiveness because like at the beginning of the year, I like, I I mean, I think last year I was like very, not angry. I was going through the emotions of like healing. And obviously Mm -hmm. that associates with like going through like anger and sadness and the why me and blah, blah, blah. Right. But yeah. 
literally like on before New Year's hit, I like sent a message to my ex and I was just like, you know, I forgive you. Um, and you know, I wish you the best, just, you know, leave me out of your life, but I want you to know that I forgive you. And I think like that for me was like my one way of like starting my year out fresh and like not having any baggage associated with that relationship anymore. I'm really proud of you for doing that that. because that's really, I I don't know if I told you that about you forgiving him or like telling, telling them I forgave him. You didn't tell me that you messaged him, but you like in conversation, you did tell me like, it was like, you know, you did forgive him for whatever had happened and transpired, but I'm really proud of you. What was the, it's like, what was, did you get the response that you needed or expected? What was the response? Um, a typical his response, but I think mm. it was more like a tit for tat. Like he was like, Oh yeah, I forgive yeah. you too. And I'm like, forgive Not me sure. for what? But for what? We won't, <laughs> exactly get for in, what? we won't get into that. Um another day. I took it as like I honestly just took it as like he had to forgive me for like choosing myself and choosing to get out of the toxic situation. And that's okay. Like if that's the version he wants to have, that's the version he can have. Um, but for me, it was really important to not carry the, the baggage of like what, what transpired Mm -hmm. in here because I I've done so much work and I don't want to go backwards. I want to just keep going forwards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's the, Oh, sorry. Go on. I've never, I mean, I've done it because I'm a non-confrontational person. I'm also kind of a pansy that I just get really uncomfortable and I just run away. But I have, I remember when I was in therapy, my therapist had mentioned I should um, write a letter to the person that hurt me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is absolutely no use. And he's like, no, because you love writing, just write a letter. And it's not, you're ne- not going to send it to them. Just it's for you. It's for you to get out everything that you know, get it out of your body and get it out of, you know, on paper and just talk about everything that hurts you and how you felt and, you know, everything. And so I did that exercise and I felt really stupid doing it, but it just, it was very, uh, what's the word? It was very, not freeing, but yeah, I guess we'll go with freeing. It was very freeing in a way because I was like, you know what? That person is not going to get this letter, but that's the point the therapist was trying to teach me as well, that it's not about the response you're going to get because more often than not, you're not going to get the response that you deserve if you are the one that's been hurt. Because that person, it takes a lot of self-reflection and courage to admit you screwed up and most people can't do that. And so it's more about you understanding your own thoughts and feelings and getting it out. And so that's the first step in forgiving the person that hurt you. And I think it was, it was effective in that sense, because that was my first moment, like of the aha parody moment that, you know what, I'm going to continue getting hurt in my life. And I'm going to forgive people because it's for me and they're not going to say or do what I need to feel is appropriate because they're just not going to be capable of that. If they were, they wouldn't have hurt me to begin with. So it was, it was, I try to do that. I did that a lot with clients too, as well. I was like, just write a letter or, you know, just get it out and just, you know, discuss it, you know, get it out. So I think it did. It did help. Oh no, I love that activity. I actually, ironically, I gave that assignment out like three times this week. Um, did you? Yeah, it's really funny. That's like one of my favorite activities. And I, I think 
it's so empowering when you can kind of like work on forgiveness by yourself or like understand you can work on forgiveness by yourself because yeah, um, you you truly are in, in what is that word I'm trying to look for? Sorry, I'm like co- coming down with some sort of like sickness. So like, I feel like my brain is foggy, but um, <laughs> I feel, what was I saying? You're truly in charge of like the own direction you want to uh-huh. take your life, right? And I think like that's the most yes. important thing is like you have to take ownership of the mistakes you make, but also ownership uh-huh. of like moving forward from a mistake somebody else did to you. Um, I think like Absolutely. a lot of times, yeah, I think a lot of times, especially women, like we tend to like overcompensate for like our partners or people in our lives but mm-hmm. it's really important that you start to like take a step back and think about like what actually was in your control versus what was not in your control yes and also understanding your or like you like you touched on that your own how you contributed to the situation at hand because my dad used to always say like there's more like two people can view the same situation in completely different ways because it is our, you know, our personality and our upbringing and the way that we think that helps us interpret a situation. So maybe like, you know, one person's mad at another for doing something. That person doesn't think they did anything wrong, but that person, you know, in fact, turns it around and thinks that they were the one that were offended and hurt. And so, you know, I feel like understanding and being kind of cognizant of, that person's viewpoint as well, because more than likely it doesn't match up to yours, which, you know, contributes to the problem at hand. Yeah. I mean, like what you just described sounds like gaslighting to me, but I think that's only- what? No, are you talking like that gaslighting me, Priya? No, like you, you just said, like when somebody else is like, when you're trying to tell somebody that you like that they hurt you and they don't see it that way. And then they try to turn it around. That sounds like a form of gaslighting. I'm not saying it is. It just sounds like a form of gaslighting. There's a way. That is. But that's no, that's not what I meant. I meant like to like, you know, someone like, for example, like I'm going to try to give this example without naming any names. Like I had many years ago. Bob and Dina. Yeah. Okay. Bob and Dana are. um, How can I? How can I explain this without even just Bob and Dana? It's like, okay, I'll just say like what I went through a few years ago, I was hurt by a specific person, you know, and they when eventually like after months and years of like thinking about it and doing something, I was brought up that there were things that I felt I was justified and okay in doing, but they felt offended by it. And so it was more of like, well, I did this because you did that. And it was like, well, I did that because you did this. And it just kept going into this big old, like, you know, nasty circle of who was the person that hurt someone to begin with. And so I felt like it was, we both were looking you know, at something and we were just looking at the exact same thing, but viewing it completely different. Like the facts of the situation weren't different and weren't disputed. It was our feelings associated with it and our interpretation of the facts. That's what it was. It was like our interpretation of the facts that were very different. And so it didn't change the reality and what really happened. It just made, it brought more light to why, each one of us acted the way that we did because 
then it made more sense when we, you know, talked about it. So that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. And I think like in that example, both of you had to be in the right place to hear each other's perspective. Yeah. Um, And maybe that's what like that mode of like pause on the, the relationship was so you guys could get in the same uh, into a better yeah. space to be able to hear each other's perspective. Absolutely. Um, I I think it's a. I think like when people, like, think like say I'm sorry though. Sometimes I feel like sorries are just like blanket statements and like uh-huh. they don't really. Like I'm one of the people that say I'm sorry a lot, but not intentionally. Like like. I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, it just comes out really naturally to me. And actually, a lot of my friends do the same thing. And it's something that I've been working on. But I think, like, the notion of always having to be, like, feel sorry or be sorry is, like, ingrained with, like, that people-pleasing tech, that yes. people-pleasing realm. And um, yeah. I think about it as it relates to, like, forgiveness. Like, when you truly say you're sorry to someone and they don't accept your apology, it's more about where they are than about where you are. Um, and I say that because like, I know I say sorry a lot, but I don't ever say I'm like, I'm truly sorry. Or I really am sorry if I don't mean it. Uh-huh. And if someone can't accept that, that's, that's a more on them than it is on me. Yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. You did your part. You owned up to it and you apologize. And then after that, you know, the ball's in their court. Yeah, but I'm not talking about like when I say I'm sorry when I accidentally bump into someone because I'm like, okay, that's yeah, no, that's you're like, oh, I sneeze, sorry, like or that's just manners. That's not (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Because my ex used to use that against me all the time, but you say sorry all the time, and I'm like, when I bump into somebody or when I like, yeah, I drop some water. Oh, sorry, I did that. Like, but it's not the same category as like if you actually hurt somebody intentionally or intentionally, like doesn't matter which way you're going. If you've hurt somebody saying, I'm sorry, has to come from within. Yes, absolutely. And it has to be genuine. It involves owning up, not I'm sorry you felt hurt by me. It's I'm sorry I hurt you. I think that's. Oh, I hate those um, backwards apologies. I hate them. It's like, what are you sorry for? Well, whatever I did, it's like, well, I mean, like, that's not, that's not helpful. It's like, are you actually, because part of, you know, repenting and part of asking for forgiveness means you're going to make the best effort to not do that again. And so it's, you know, like it was a few weeks ago, I think a few weeks ago that I had a conversation with someone and typical me being unhealthy and disengaging, I was just running away from the problem. And this person finally sat me down and we're like, just what is the issue? Let's discuss it. And so we discussed it. And then the best part of the conversation that I felt was at the end when it was, okay, what steps are we going to take to make sure that this shit doesn't happen again? Because I think that is a very, you know, it's like, fine, you can talk about what happened. You can, and it's everyone owned up to their mistakes and took, you know, ownership of what they did wrong, but then also communicated their thoughts and feelings. And the best part was that end. And I think that should also be a part of those conversations. It's what steps are both of us going to take to prevent this issue from happening again? I like that approach, the team, like the team approach of like, what are we both going to do to like yeah. move forward or to heal or to, you know, be intentional about how things progress. 
Exactly. Intentionality. Your favorite, your word of 2024, I think. Oh man, that was my word of 2023. Um, but yeah, I guess I can carry on to 2024 because we're still working on that intention with some individuals. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time. It takes a lot of self-reflection and maybe therapy for most adults to change their habits. I know I'd be recommending therapists left, right, and center these days. <laughs> right? Oh my God. Everyone, it should be a a part of like every, you know, like you get it free from jo- your work, you know, free session every week because we all need it. I mean, a lot of companies, speaking of that, a lot of companies do offer EAP services, which is like employee assistant programs. And like, it's amazing. Really yeah. great. Like, you get yeah. like sometimes like 16 to 25 sessions. Like, I mean, take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah, everyone look into it. If that's something that maybe you don't know if your job offers, because now that was just something that happened or existed 10 years ago. But now a lot of companies are taking mental health, especially after COVID, into effect. So they are offering these services to their employees. Yeah, definitely. And like, I think like also one kind of activity I would recommend for some people who are like maybe struggling with like working through or overcoming like a sense of like being hurt or or breakups or heartbreak or feeling betrayed like mm-hmm. work on that forgiveness piece like write that letter to your like it's almost like a yeah. journal activity right like write a letter and like yeah. just let all your feelings out and sometimes if anything it's just a placeholder like it's a good way of like getting it out of your head so you can focus on like what you need to do next yeah um and sometimes it's cathartic and letting all those feelings go and so it really just depends on the, on the individual person, but I think it's a great way to start is like, think about what you need, not from the other person, but what do you need from either yourself or the situation or, uh, I don't know, uh, in forms of clarity in order to move forward. Yeah. I agree with that. Um also, I want to follow up on our last episode for a second. Did you end up crying since the last time we spoke? Why would I cry? Because that was your homework assignment. I don't I don't have homework assignments. I'm an adult. <laughs> wow. Do you see? Do no, you, I don't. Hear this? But I'm not going to just. Okay. my. I guess in a way I did because I faced the situation. I faced the problem I was having. Okay, but I didn't. Need, I didn't need to cry. I felt like I wasn't holding back tears in that situation. I would have let myself cry if I needed to, but I just, I just don't. I didn't cry because of that, you know. Okay, that's fair. As long as you experienced emoting, that's what I care about. But I still- and I communicated, which is a big deal for me. It is. A huge I was forced deal. to. I was cornered in, but I did it. And I didn't run away. I'm really proud of you for that. I know I'm so immature when it comes to that, but I'm working on it. No, you did it. Like, be proud of yourself. Yeah. Be proud. Thank you. Thank um, you. Baby steps. Baby steps. Before we end today, do you want to give our listeners any last feedback? Or I think just following up or continuing on from what we said last time, it's all about being kind to yourself. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves 
And that kind of rolls off onto pressure onto the people in our lives. And I think we naturally tend to treat our siblings and our parents and our partners worse than we would friends because I think we if you feel comfortable with that partner that's the key part if you feel comfortable with those relationships you you're more comfortable being maybe the nastier version of yourself because you know that that person will forgive you but that's not okay I think you do need to not just to be kind to yourself and give grace to yourself but do that for others and you know forgive the person that's going that's hurting you because I think after my dad died I try really hard and I do fail a lot but I do try really hard to not go to bed angry and I do that a lot with you know with my husband with my sisters and my parents my mom because I just feel like I just I don't my anyone can you know this is so gloomy and dark but you don't know when your last day is and I don't want to go to bed angry at anybody and so I do try to forgive everyone that's hurt me you know, that day or whatever that time period is, because it's, you know, you don't know when the last day is. And so and it's about me. It's about me not, you know, being okay with them immediately, but it is about me saying, it's okay. I'm not going to wake up angry at them. I'm not going to continue on this, you know, you know, frustration and anger with them. I'm going to forgive them before I sleep because it's really holding on to that anger and that, refusing to forgive that person that takes a big toll on your mental energy and I felt it and I'm a victim of that and I see it in my I've seen it in my clients I see it in the people in my life and it's not worth it it's just it's really you you know you you yourself deserve better so just try to forgive people for your own self it's not for them it's for you so I love that I really love that and that shows also your own personal growth like throughout that journey of forgiveness too. I try. What about you? What's your message to the unfiltered fandom? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's hard to top that one, but I think like, honestly, just like looking inwards and maybe forgiving yourself for some of the stuff that you've been through in the past. Like don't let your past uh, dictate who you are. Um, Like that's actually from the Lion King, which, you know, I love my quirky Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I really that that one really. I like that. that one, yeah. Don't let your past dictate who you are, but let it be a part of your feet, like who you like will be, or something like that. Like I think, like a lot of times, like we make mistakes in our past, and we're all guilty of making mistakes. Like if someone tells you yeah. they've never made a mistake in their life, they're lying. Um, but they're the I, ones making the most mistakes. Yeah, probably, and I, I think that if you can forgive yourself for some of the mistakes like you've made either when you're younger or like even when you're older and wiser, like some, we all make mistakes. It, it allows you to like a new opportunity to either start over or like look at things from a fresher perspective. So that's what I would say is forgive yourself, work on that forgiveness piece. Mm-hmm. What else would you recommend? What else have you used for your clients besides journaling or writing that letter? Well, I think like really asking themselves like what like what are they trying to gain like and also how is like holding on to like whatever negative emotion is associated with the situation like what is that doing to them? So really trying to understand like like you said like it it takes a toll on your like your mental health and your body. Like I know when I was, you know, in my toxic situation like I had not worked on that forgiveness piece 
with the other person. And so like for me, like it came out in a very physical sense. Like I was sick a lot and I was Mm. tired and I maybe was like a little bit more like, like I isolated myself from my friends. I didn't talk to a lot of people. Like, so like, I think for like once like you let go of like what that internal weight is, it allows you to kind of like breathe again. So like, yeah figuring out what, how it's affecting you. And then like what you need to get out of that would be one of my suggestions. But also like, if you feel like you're struggling, like reach out for help. There's lots of resources out there. And I think like mental health is like, obviously it's very important, but I think it's more accessible than ever right now. Like, yeah, not that I'm like a total, I really don't like the idea of like therapy on your, like by an app. But if, that's your only form that you can like have access to go for it. Like, yeah. uh, So, so like if you, if you need resources, reach out. But I also think there are so many resources already available out there that I'm pretty sure like everyone knows some source that provides therapy. Mm -hmm. Something's better than nothing. Oh yeah, definitely. Work for me is I have realized that I, when I'm having a really, really stressful day, when I'm really overwhelmed, whatever it is, I go see a movie by myself. That's my way of being distracting myself from the problem at hand. And I, that's like my own self therapy. I'll go and I'll watch a movie by myself, and it's fantastic. And I recommend it to everybody. It's like I go during the daytime or when I have time, and I just—it's like two hours I get to myself with no phone, nobody bothering me, no one talking to me, and I just that recharges my batteries. And I, you know, I used to do that a lot when I was. Oh my god! Now I think about it, I was really stressed at that time. I did it like once a week. I would go by myself to the movie theater, but now. It's like I realize I do that when I get really overwhelmed with stuff. I just go see a movie and then I come out and it's like, okay, great. Now I like laugh for an hour. I'm happy. I'm going to go fix or like do what I need to do, you know? I love that. I've actually never been to the movies by myself. You are wise. Are you scared? No, I just, I, You're not? Okay. I love the movies. Like movies are like one of my favorite things, like going to the theater. I just feel like I have to. I feel like in the past year, like I've just had so much going on, like not just like not emotionally, just like I think like just so much like there were just so many things that were like going on that like I just haven't really had the time. Yeah, I love it. That might be something I do in February. Do it. A lot of people are scared of that. They're scared of going out to eat by themselves or going to movie. My husband thinks I'm crazy for going movies by myself, but I tell him it's it's the, that's not a place to talk and have fun. It's a place to just sit and enjoy and be entertained for an hour and a half, two hours. So I, I love it. I love going to movies by myself. Oh yeah, I mean, Try I don't. It out. I don't yeah. think it's weird at all. I mean, like whenever I go, like travel for like work or whatever, or like even like I did a solo trip, a semi solo trip this last year. Like mm-hmm. I think it's so fun people watching. Like that's like my favorite uh, thing to do. Yeah. And like you really can't people watch with a lot of people when you're like because you're socializing, right? So yeah, um, I, I love it. I great. love going out to eat by myself. And I don't. I used to get so weirded out in college by it, but now I really enjoy it. And I really often go and get lunch by myself, and it's really fun. I it like is it. Fun. It's a form of self love, which it's self love. We'll, we'll get into in our next episode. Absolutely. You guys hope you enjoyed our forgiveness episode. Yeah. We'll speak to you in a a week. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.